2024 dudes like us. I am Sean. I'm Paul. I am Jeff. And I am Larry the Guest back again. Thanks, uh, fellas. Yeah, so. Thank you for having me. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Lots and lots and lots of fun. We've got some cool, cool stuff lined up. First of all, we're super excited that the podcast is. Uh, moved through 2024. This will be year five. Yeah. Or I should say season five. That's amazing. Yes. It doesn't seem like it. I would say like a year or two. No, two years. Maybe. <laughs> no. We five, have, this is our fifth, the start of our fifth year. We have 190 episodes-ish. Wow. That's a lot. So That's impressive. Right around there. Are you looking at my penis? We should go into... Oh. Uh, Syndication now, you get syndication rights and payments, right? Yeah, well, that's you know, you like so Seinfeld. It's long overdue, isn't it? Yeah, you like Seinfeld. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> we all make million dollars an episode. Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Wow. All right. So well, we, yeah, we've had a hiatus, right? Oh, we, we, we it always gets busy during the. Oh, the holidays are crazy. There's yeah, lots we, uh, of turmoil. Christmas um, and New Year's, and there's always something. There's always, I mean, well, family gets in the way. Yes, you know, life, of, uh, life gets in the way. Fuck, you know, tons of ta- tons Sons of family of stuff. Bitches, <laughs> don't you people have homes? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, right. you know, um, let's see. So uh, let's 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 talk about that. We got uh, we we had Christmas. Um, Christmas was successful. Uh, everyone had good successful Christmases. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was safe. good. I tell you what, it was different for me this year because the boys are older and we're in that stage of life. Uh, Stephen comes home for from college. This was his last year. He's graduating in May. Uh, he finally he he got his. You know, you had to sign up for it, right? You had to enroll to to, to graduate. He finally did that. Oh, nice. So, so it's <clears throat> real. It's really going to happen. It's really going to happen in May. All right. Uh, unless he fails everything, right? But I have, I have faith that that's not going to happen. Um, but this is the first year, like I said, Stephen's at home. He's got a girlfriend. Uh, my other son is in uh, going to school, and he lives with his girlfriend down in Richardson. And this is the first year we've had to... Compete with other families. Compete. Well, yes. Compete with other families. Yes. Uh, to try, you know, long gone are the days of the small kids waking up and running down the stairs to look at the tree at 7 a.m. Yep. Right. I get it. So that, that's gone. And, uh, you know, and we woke up just like a normal day. Uh, we did go over to uh, Stephen's girlfriend's house for brunch. Uh, they, they invited us over, so we did that. Um, you know, Stephen went over there early and... They opened gifts over there, and we showed up. Uh, and then uh, my other son and his girlfriend spent time with her family, and they showed up here about four, maybe. Uh, and then we went to dinner. We didn't cook, right? So we. In uh, other words, it was n- nothing normal. No, nothing and, normal at all. No, we went to uh, Jinbei, which is a hibachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Restaurant, right? Yeah, we we went there recently. And on <laughs> Christmas Day, and it was packed, and. Um, what is it with those Asian places and Christmas? It's like the only place open. Uh, yeah, the only places open. I think they don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. They had it in Congress. Uh, there was a, a lady uh, testifying, and one of the senators was talking to this lady, and he was just like, "Well, what do you do on Christmas?" It's like, "Well, like do like all the Jewish people do. We go to an Asian restaurant <laughs> on Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> right. They started laughing. Right. I thought that was, was funny. Wasn't that Christmas story where they they have nowhere to? They, yeah, because she they, ruined the dinner and they had to go to a. They chopped the duck's head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raw, 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 that was a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, so we went to dinner. Uh, I don't know what it was early, five thirty or something like that. And then we came back, and then we opened gifts. We had opened gifts at like eight p.m. that night on Christmas Day. Yeah, so it was my wife and I, my two boys, plus the two girls. Right, so it was. It's 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 fun. Yeah, it's different. It, but it's, it's different. And, and you know, my my wife and I were having this conversation. We were like, we're starting to realize that we we're going to have to come up with new traditions. Correct. You know, new mm. adult traditions, like not necessarily adult traditions, but like you know how families like make tamales every the day after Christmas, every right. every single year, right. or they do this or they do that, and like if you, you know, if you want your 
child and their significant other to continue coming back, <laughs> right? Mm. You got to you have to come up with events. You can't just like have them show up that day and just hang out and do nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, we were yeah, we were talking about that cuz you we're in the same boat where it's yeah. just so not so normal. Yeah, so a couple of our our uh, traditions are gone. Right, because uh, we used to get Cinnabons for breakfast. Nice. We'd get Cinnabons oh, yeah. once a year, and it was Can't always Christmas morning. And we did that from since the boys were old enough to eat one. Right, so we get the minis for them. And hmm. uh, but now there's too many calories. You know, I wouldn't like completely dismiss it. I mean, though some of those traditions can come back. Not correct. Hopefully, the boys. Well, like my wife and I didn't do it when it was just the two of us. Right. Right. We kind of re. Uh, we put that in place when the boys got old enough and we did that every every christmas we get it once a year and we don't do it now for one thing my oldest is now a diabetic not because of the cinnabons but for other <laughs> right. reasons right so you, you cause this year after year of christmas cinnabons huh? causes pancreas to freak out one day a year <laughs> we started uh, we started one a family day a tradition uh i guess two or three years ago on christmas eve uh me and the wife and our two girls they're in their early 20s uh, we go out to a fancy schmancy restaurant and have a have a nice meal on Christmas Eve. We go. did that this past Christmas Eve. It was packed. Yes, I uh, think a yeah, lot yeah, of people yeah. do that. My sister does that. She hasn't cooked a holiday dinner for decades. Her and her family <laughs> would go out to a nice steak restaurant on Thanksgiving. Well, they used to take vacations over Thanksgiving, but they go to a really nice steakhouse every Christmas. Yeah, and, we and, and you know what everybody does on Christmas Day? They go to the movies. Movies mm. is a huge. No, I'm telling you. I well, used, used to work to in a movie theater. It was like lines out the door. Yeah. I and wonder if would, it's still you that way. I not think so, but oh, yeah. Is it still busy? Because oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been busy. to the theater. And for... Oh, movie theaters always busy during the holidays. Yeah. Always. I just haven't done it in quite a while. So I'm surprised you didn't come up with new traditions. Like, I mean, you guys are empty nesters, right? So you could have played Naked Santa. Well, we did. We rolled around in the paper, yeah, nude. Exactly. Got some, some paper cuts. Yeah, right. you get to. Oh, wow. Didn't, didn't need that. Very but. paper cuts <laughs> within those. Very aggressive folds. rolling around. And in the tape paper. gets stuck all over. It did. I had some double sided tape, kind of pulled things together. Yeah, you're the first. The, you're the pine the, tree <laughs> sap. Getting yeah, stuck you're, in. you're the first one of the group to be uh, empty nesters. Well, I mean, Larry, I think uh, you're probably an empty nester, right? Uh, we are. Yes. yes. It is greatness. Yeah. It so you, you guys need to. Well, you could probably share some of your Naked Santa stories. That you don't have to. But, uh, you know, these yeah. are new things well, that we have not. to come up with. Well, it is. I think we're going to have to, my wife and I are going to have to think about it. Like I said, this is the first year we've had to really face the change. Yeah, right? exactly. Because uh, last year, uh, both boys were home. Uh, my oldest was still in college and whatnot. Uh, and then you had COVID, all that bullshit that was oh, going on, yeah, locked yeah, everything yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that kind of screwed one or two two years up. And then before that, it was just normal, right? They'd come down and, you know, they were older, so they wouldn't wake up early. But uh, right. it was still Christmas morning type thing. Sure. So this was the first year that uh, we've had to do this. And it, uh, I don't know, it was different. It's just different. What was your favorite Christmas present that you got this year? Um. Oh, okay, I well, got. I are, got. Are you, are you skipping a bunch? Could there? You can't say. Yeah, I was just like. Are. I was just like. Ah, oh, there's so many. I got the new again. double. New double. I got. Uh, my wife got me some extremely nice uh, Victorinox uh, butcher knives. Oh, mm. uh, Your wife must love a you. nice bony knife and a nice ten inch scimitar to cut through uh, some some big meat. Wow. So. I got a boning knife as well and one of those uh, stainless steel gloves. Right. Oh. Bobo. Yeah. What's, what's going on over there? Yeah. That's my wife. There yeah. she is now. Where are the knives? Yeah. <laughs> now, they're still in the box, by the way. <laughs> no, they're actually not. I need a, uh, I need a sheath. Oh. Or something to put them in. Hmm. Well, you know, you walk sharp. around the house like a chef? Yeah. Well, Stephen. Did you get a hat? No, no hat. Like one of those Draw big white off. mushroom hats. She bought them from Bearded Butchers, and they lasered their little emblem onto the onto the knife. Oh. Interesting. But uh, we can experiment with that. Put our laser on some stuff. Yeah, some metal on boning knives. On boning knives. Yeah. So Stephen, you just like you just like say boning knife. Yeah, <laughs> over and over again. Sean, what was your favorite gift that you got from Santa? Uh, I got to be honest. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, yeah. You didn't get anything fun or nice, or? man. I I gotta tell you, dudes like us, we go through droughts like this sometimes. Well, where it just like you know, I, I get something for the wife that's two grand worth, and I got a little cooler, and. <laughs> 
that 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 they got from like a like a conference. It doesn't that they went fucking to. matter. Yeah, it had a logo <laughs> of some <laughs> accounting firm that they gifted her. You know, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and and, and uh, it's the it's the absolute truth. Now look. Uh, but it's about giving, not it, receiving. That's exactly. I was just going to say that. I right. was like, you know, the spirit of it is, it's, you know, I, I was happy to, to, to do what I did with my wife. I got her uh, some diamonds. Nice. Sweet. And uh, the wife came back to me and says, you know, um, you could have just spent that money on getting the. And this is she's so full of shit. <laughs> Women are so full of shit. Because had I would have taken that money and allocated it to. Doing some of the the domestic updates to the house, she'd have oh, been well, all. She wanted a new excuse me. Or something? What? Uh, whatever. Just whatever. Things that need to get done around the house. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, it doesn't like matter pay, what pay it is. A handyman to do something. Whatever it is, you know. And uh, you know, whatever the kids. Uh, so she got a fantastic gift. Yeah. God bless. And what uh, was it? Earrings, a necklace. What did you do? I got her big earrings. Okay. Yeah, they were like you know. In the shape of your wiener. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, they were very small. Do they have those? <laughs> I'm sure they can make those. Well, you know what? Whatever. I, I was happy to do it. I was I was proud. I, I like getting things for my wife because the last time, you know, every time I get her diamonds, she just like gets all giddy. <laughs> uh, she wasn't that this much this year. It's kind of some weird, weird vibe going on. Dude's like, has, I guess, go through that. I didn't get anything really fantastical. And frankly, I was a little disappointed. But again... It's not about, it's about receiving. Giving. It's about giving, and I was very thankful. But your my inner monologue was still like, really? Right. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. a boning knife. Right. I, I will tell you one thing. Shelly and I were kind of disappointed in ourselves, right? In that, you know, we we did the same thing. We did Christmas early because we had to go out of town, and so we, let's just do our own little family thing. And mm-hmm. then you know, and we didn't even we didn't wrap anything. I mean, hell, one of the gifts that what? somebody... Well, I know. You just get through it at her? Yeah, no, I mean, they, they were... Here. Here you go, bitch. Well, I mean, they were... They were Try in this bags. On. They were in bags, but one of the gifts was, like, still in the Amazon box. I mean, they opened up the Amazon box for a gift. And I was like, okay, we've really... We've stooped. Yeah, <laughs> you got to step it up there. Yeah, oh. we, we got no, to... I'm we a have huge to, proponent I mean, and, and of it this. And it wasn't just me. It was my wife was also like, well, why are we bothering rapping? Let's just give them to him and get on with it. Hey, you know look, I mean? let me hit pause for a second. The the whole that that I I like that you know because my daughter's birthday was uh, January seventh okay uh, and she sent us a list through Amazon hey I want these things right and I was just like click 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 buy boom and they just start trickling in well they'll gift wrap them for you I think if you want the what I think they'll gift wrap them for you they will yeah for three dollars fifty cents each yeah and I actually have done that for Christmas time but at the end of the day fuck that I don't care it's really not a big of a deal. It was just as exciting for them to show up at the front door. I would, I knew what they were, so I just handed her. You know, there's like a whole bunch of Amazon packages. Like, there you go, open up. <laughs> yeah, silly. But anyways, that. I, but yeah, I think it's the sign of the times. It, it kind of uh, is. Well, but I don't still, know. We I, were, dis- I disagree yeah. with that because my wife every year <laughs> picks the day and she'll sit down in front of the TV and watch Hallmark movies all day, and she raps all day. Right. Oh, there you go. Well, you know what? And they love it. that stuff. Yeah. They they really do. Right. I mean, it. I will tell you, my wife did something similar because she's got a crafts room now, and right. it's it's fully functional. And so she goes up in the room, and I open the door, and you would think she was naked because she was like, "Stop, get out! I got stuff going on over here." <laughs> and I was thinking, "Oh, what does she buy me?" Right. Well, obviously, she was just full of shit because the cooler wasn't sitting on top of the table. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you I got think... Your, you got your wife diamond earrings for Christmas. That's uh, that's a good gift. You know what I yeah. got my wife? What? Oh, pretty close to diamond earrings. About a year ago, we bought a new uh, SUV, a Kia Telluride. Right. All right? Very so nice. Yes. The three rows of seats. Yeah. And the third yes. row very nice. go down, so you have a very large cargo area. It comes carpeted back there well she's constantly hauling stuff all over the place you got diamond earrings i got my wife a cargo mat oh, oh too nice be able to slide uh, things she must have been showing that off to all of her friends she uh, was did she ever was it like off gassing like chemical <laughs> rubber smell oh anything? perfect <laughs> but some chinese <laughs> chinese <laughs> manufacturing <laughs> smell yeah they got that the oil I, well it was, a, it was a challenge to find the uh the correct mat because Okay, when the when when you fold the third row seats down, you have a big flat area, and a lot of the mats that they sell in the U.S. covers that whole area. If you want to put the seats up, you have to take the mat out, out. yeah, and put it somewhere like in the garage or something. 
But I found some mats that are actually uh, only sold in Canada. And it has a split area where the backs of the seats are. So when you Interesting. when you pull the seat up, the mat stays in place. The mat just folds up, and you don't have to take it out. See, I get, I get this. You were so proud of yourself for finding the perfect mat. And so you were, like, giddy that she was going to open it. And you're like, you're not going to believe what I found you. I've got, she's like, so you tell got me a cargo mat. Walk, walk us through her response on this. Uh, she was in on it. I mean, I was telling her, like, yeah. I'm getting She didn't have that, that that look in her eye. Like, yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. I, I, I'm surfing through Amazon and any other page I can find for these stupid mats. And I've stumbled upon this one. And I'm like, hey, come look at this one. This one's great. <laughs> well, good. That's better than the response of, yeah, Martha got diamond earrings, and I got a cargo mat. <laughs> but I think right. the favorite gift that I got, my daughter gave me a pickleball set. Oh, boy. Nice. Uh, is, that got, a, is that a sign that you she wants you to work out more it's or got exercise? It's got four paddles. I don't know if you guys have ever played this, but it came with four paddles that are about twice the size of a ping pong paddle. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it's plastic, all the rage right now. Plastic wiffle balls, a handful of plastic wiffle balls. Did it come um, with a net or anything? Is there a science behind it? No, no, no. You're balls, supposed to play that on a tennis court. We, in our neighborhood... A full tennis court? I thought they were a concentrated court. In cool. our neighborhood, they have a tennis court and a wiffle ball court about two uh, blocks yeah. away. So I open up this thing, and I'm like, oh, cool, a wiffle ball. I've heard about this. I've never played it because I'm it's the worst to be athlete in the really, entire really, really fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be really, really fun. So we walk two blocks to the uh, wiffle ball court, all four of us, me and the wife and the two daughters, and we... Pickleball, you mean? Pickleball, yeah. Pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. What did he call it? Wiffle ball. Oh, he did. He did say wiffle ball. Oh, yeah. Pickleball. 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 We walked to the court, and, uh, (laughs) you know, it's Texas on Christmas Day, so it's like 65 degrees outside. Right. (laughs) Beautiful day. And we hit the ball back and forth. We don't really know the rule. I guess the rules are similar to ping pong, but we were so terrible at it that we didn't even attempt to keep score. We just... Our goal was had to some see fun. how many times can we get it over the net. Right, right. How many times can we volley it back and so forth? So it's just one team. And this was yeah, <laughs> two on two on one side and two on the other side, with with the instructions of hit it to the person so that they can actually hit it back. Okay, sure. it's not like we're competing. You're yeah, like to, putting spins on it, trying and to curves slip them up or anything. <laughs> Slams uh, and you we got hit the ball back and forth and up and down. And what was your record? We two, a lot. two times, and I think our record was nineteen volleys oh, wow. back. The nice. average was really about five, so the the nineteen was like off the charts. That was a lucky draw. But we played for uh, an hour or so until we all came to the determination that our family is completely void of all athletic abilities whatsoever. (laughs) But but what a perfect gift. Think about it. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, How often do the four of you go do something, not athletic necessarily, but yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, And that's a memory right there. Down at Shawnee Trail, I heard that there's a couple of pickleball courts. So I heard that there's a major uproar going on between the tennis people and the pickleball people. Because, because of the noise. They're encroaching. The pickleballers? The pickleballers are encroaching on the tennis ball courts and limiting how many courts they can play tennis on because they're taking them over and making pickleball courts, and it's creating this massive, you know, tennis I, I, pickleball people. Fuck well, them. I think tennis yeah, folks it's just interesting. seem kind of hoity-toity to me. Yeah, yeah maybe. You know, you look, know. there's a... Country there's clubbish. a lot of tennis folk. There's a lot of tennis players out there, and the, the craze is, um, the craze is the uh, pickleball. Oh, I mean, that, the, there's a lot of people playing a, it. It it is a little harder than ping pong, but much easier than tennis. And that's why. That's, yeah, that's why it's taken off because the seniors love it. It's yeah, like, most it, people it extends the age group. Yeah, dramatically. It's not that strenuous. Right. Yeah, and the the tennis man, you you've got to. It's like playing sand volleyball. I mean, you've got to. You got to practice. Well, you can, yeah, you got to be out there and be do your best, like join the military. You but know? Paul, right. to your point, I've also heard uh, or read online and so forth about uh, HOAs are uh, trying to change the rule. I, I the, the homeowners are getting mad about the pickleball people because the homeowners that live near or around the tennis court in oh, the neighborhood it's loud. Would, would, have the, would have the tennis plate. But tennis, when you hit it, it just you know kind of goes, it's not that. But pickleball, you're hitting a hard plastic ball against a hard plastic ball. So is it loud? Ball, and yeah. it's way louder. So the residents are complaining about the noise. Mm. I don't even think about that. I don't care. Especially at 1 a.m. Yeah. When all yeah. the seniors get out there at 1 a.m. and they just start hammering that, yeah. that drunk as skunks. 
<laughs> that that would be fun. Drunk actually. pickleball. Yeah. yeah. Oh they, wow. They got their bourbon toddies just going out there. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Make me another Rob Roy. I'd like to play sometime. I'd like to try the pickleball. It would be fun. I'll loan you my set. You know, we all qualify for the senior center now. Are you kidding me? Really? Yes. Where's the senior center? It's out there next to the Brown Park Friendship Park. Jesus. Oh, like you don't know. I didn't even know we had a senior center. <laughs> no. I heard, that, did they have free lunch out there? They have all, no, I don't know if it's free, but they free do Free hot dogs on there. senior day? They have oh. movie outings and oh. bridge and pinochle oh. and... Well, they have the little van that comes by and picks me up. Is that is it, is it fifty and over? I think so. Yeah, fifty and over. They used to, AMC used to have senior discount at fifty and over. I wonder if they still do. Well, we're past fifty, so yeah. Wow, we're cashing in. I mean, these A are the things. This is what we've waited for. Right. All of our whole life, we, we counted should, we down to the join. moment that we could get a two dollars off our, our AMC movie ticket. We should uh, all go to the senior center and just like try to take over and do our podcast Look, there I, and have the old guys sit in and. No, let's have everything. a pickleball tournament and crush. Uh, the I, will, I will tell you this. I, I was talking to Larry. Uh, Larry picked me up on the way over here, so I can make sure. First of all, I can make sure he gets here. In uh, but mostly that was it. <laughs> but I was telling him this. This is. This is our 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 night. This is our poker night. This is this oh, is yeah. what we like to do for fun. This is right. our outing, yeah. and it, we don't make a penny. We do it because we love it. We really we do. want to make a penny. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice or two. It'd be yes. nice, but we got to get some some sponsors out there. You know, shout out to eighteen forty five. There we go. <laughs> Based in Lowers Crossing, Texas. Yeah, or Boeing or right. Dell. Boeing. Uh, Boeing. Boeing's in trouble, oh, man. Oh, I didn't even mean Lord. to bring that up, but they're in the news right now. Yeah, the whole, uh, well, if you've seen the news, Alaskan Air, uh, it was a Boeing. I don't know which model it was. So I don't know if it was one of the Maxes or, or It what. was a Max. And the whole door blew off. Max 900, I think it was. Yeah, so, so it's a new aircraft. Yeah, so they're about, yeah. they about 10,000 feet, I think. So they I don't know if they were taking off or coming or landing, but... Uh, they, uh, the door flew off, and there's a huge opening. Yeah. Like right and nobody got sucked out. Nobody. Got, well, everybody. They said the re, they said one of the lucky things that happened is nobody at the, the alt- altitude. They're either taken off or landing. Everyone was buckled in. Right. No it, one was up. There were no a, drinks. It's well, and nobody was story. in that seat apparently. Well, uh, well. So I saw a picture of it. Uh, it was so there's no one in that aisle. Oh, there little, were no seats yeah. in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so there was a seat in that aisle. Yeah, well, there were three of them there. There was no one seated. There. Yeah, there was. There, it was. It was open. So there was a guy sitting um, behind the door, and there was a guy sitting in front of the door. Oh. I don't think there was anyone in that. Can in you that, imagine? For that particular Can you imagine being the guy sitting the closest to it? Well, they, there was a. Well, they said it just went boom, wind, bang, loud. All the all the mass dropped, and yeah. uh, so the guy sitting in front of the door. His comment was that he didn't even look back. He was freaking Terrified. out. Uh, he, yeah. So he was like, I just made sure my seatbelt was tied and it, or on there. He was like, the, the mask fell out. I put it on there. I concentrated on breathing. My ears felt like they were bleeding. And uh. he was just like, he just said, uh, in retrospect, he was just thankful. He was just like, well, they got to do everything they need to do to make sure that we're safe. And he was just like. And then the uh, the the analyst, they were like, "Well, the, the analyst, door, the door popped off at sixteen thousand feet. So when it popped off at sixteen thousand feet, they dropped down to ten thousand, and then they went straight. They just kept going. The they the carried part, on as normal. Well, <laughs> they hit. Well, <laughs> another thing. Ah, fuck it. Another thing that I heard was that the pilots lost all of their communication, and they were using yeah. the intercom. Yes. So all the passengers heard everything that was going on. Oh shit! Yeah. And so that freaked him out. Yeah, that's, so that freaked him out even the more. The pilot was like, we're all going to die if you don't help us right now. <laughs> oh, our producer just showed up. Okay. Like, he just came back from Colorado. Colorado. He, he's he's uh, car lagged. Yeah. Highway lagged. Well, we'll, well get you set up here in just a second there, buddy. Just go ahead and do what you got to do. Um, but that, that story is, is interesting because the, the thing about it, like you, you said, Jeff, that they were on their way up. And had that door popped off, because that, that, I did some research on that particular plane, and those things go up to 40,000, 42,000 oh, yeah. oh, yeah. feet. Yeah. So if, the, if that plane is up at that altitude and that door pops off. cruising, out, cruising altitude. Dude, right. you, you're going to have a lot more damage. That'd be no bueno. You know, there's going to be, yeah, there's, there's going to be, it'll well, be catastrophic. Be more, well, it's going to be more pressurized, plus there's no oxygen up there. Hence yeah. the masks, well, right? Well, it, it would, the, the plane 
would dis, it, I want to use the word dismembered. The, the plane would just come apart because of how fast it's going, the altitude. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be good. I can, yeah, but I can tell that. But here's the thing. Here's the biggest thing for me regarding uh, Boeing and this incident is that this particular flame, plane was flagged. Yes. They flagged it yeah. that there was an error, that there was something going on. They were just like, pressure, uh, There was a pressure problem. The so there's a, there is a, there's a little light that's clicking. It's going on and off, and it's just like, hey, there's something going on here. And the guys were like, hey, just uh, yeah, let's avoid going to Hawaii for a while. Let's just fly it to Colorado for a Oh, it wasn't allowed to go over water. That yeah. That's yeah. what they said. Water. That's yes. right. I read that. I, I was, was like, like, are uh-huh. you freaking kidding me? <laughs> that's, a, that's a warning sign right there. So, I mean, and look, in, in retrospect, I mean, Boeing fucked up they fucked up because they fucked up one two they fucked up because if they would have if they would have just set that plane down and figured out what was going on now they got to what is it called when you land them or dock them or you, you ground them huh ground well, yeah they, they grounded all those planes so now instead of investigating that one plane now they got to send them all down and make sure the that whole the whole fleet you know was it an you anomaly know what's crazy? this is a pattern now do you remember Boeing. that Boeing had the air sensor problem mm. where they had two crashes where the people died and uh, they... It wasn't an air sensor. It was a automatic... Uh, God, I watched the documentary. Did you yes. watch the documentary? It was bad. It, it's something that caused the The plane tail, to overcreate. The ta- over- yeah, the tail fins to do this and it would just n- nosedive. And they couldn't override it. Yes. Like they didn't know what, what how to override well, it. Well, none of the pilots were trained in it. <sighs> they were The pilots didn't even know that this feature was there. Yeah, and so, so when it, it kicked on, they're like, "What the hell? Yeah, what's, so what's going on?" Two two plane crashes. Oh yeah, were attributed to this, where like hundreds of people died, and they're blaming the pilots. Uh, they were at first. Yes, and then and then they did an investigation, and Boeing fucked up. They did, and so now this is the second incident of them not being truthful or trying to cut corners or something. I mean, this is not good. Who's piloting this plane? My daughter? I get caught. Dad, there's a light on my dashboard, and I don't know what it is. Have you stopped? Uh, no, I'm still driving 80 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, Tower they, one, I have a check engine light on. Here. Yeah, they said that the, the cockpit door blasted off. Gee. So the cockpit door blasted off. Their headsets and everything flew off, hence they lost all their communication. Oh, Isn't that this was a different door? Like both doors blew off? Well, yeah. the door blew off, but it blew the cockpit door off. Yeah, by the pressure. The pressurized. Oh, my God. And I think one They're of the They're so lucky to be alive. That's yeah. what they said. They said no drinks were out, so there wasn't shit flying around. Nobody really I had their laptops ask, out. I was going to ask, is that a bad time to ask for a second Jack and Coke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're pushing the call button. Ding, right, ding, right. Ding, so, ding. extremely lucky, Boeing or... Slash and Alaskan is probably going to pay out the wazoo, as far as oh, all the nice. all the trauma, mental trauma yeah, that these people no are going to have. Deaths, that's amazing. Yeah, that is good. And I, there were two kids, like uh, I want to say they were probably elementary age kids that were on the plane. They were interviewed on the news, and they were they were really scared. And I also saw on the news that some guy's shirt was sucked off and went out the door. <laughs> How could that, that happen? That'd be mine. That'd be yeah. mine. Yeah. It'd be like, that, that's belly. God shaming me. Look at that fat bastard. <laughs> Why is he nude? <laughs> well, in every crisis, Again. I take off my shirt. So he might have done it voluntarily. He probably did. <laughs> Those people on that plane are going to be compensated oh, heavily. Yeah. You know, they're they're, they're tra- going to get a free one-way ticket. Somewhere. They're traumatized. I mean, can you like that guy that was sitting right? Would in front you ever of fly it? again? Would you fly again after that shit? Uh, how would Who you knows? know? I mean, you'd, you know? you'd have to experience it. I would, but you know, I I mean, I think I would. I don't know, but I mean, you you well, would say that. Well, but when well, you're put on it this there, way, if you've ever been in an accident, a car accident, I've yeah. never been in any bad ones, but I've been t-boned before, and I was jumpy for a while. Yeah, you know. And that not all that eager to get out there. Yeah, either. and it it, uh, it it wasn't that bad, right? It just made it just made me very anxious when I drove. Well, I mean, it, I would imagine I've done that too. It makes you gun shy. Yeah, yeah. You and I would imagine with. the worst the wreck, the worst your gun shyness is. Correct, right? and mine wasn't bad, so it didn't last very long. But I still had it. I still experienced it. Right. I think I've read after uh, some other crashes in the past that I don't know if it's the airline industry as a whole or if it's each individual airline themselves, but they have a fund. It might be administered by the FAA. I'm not oh, sure. I think you're right. Uh, but they have it's not it's not like an insurance policy, but it's a it's a fund with monies set aside. It's like a tragedy fund to dole out to people who have a claim because like a rainy day fund. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's a, smart. It, the door gets sucked off your airplane fund. That's what it's called, yeah. It's smart <laughs> if, he, if each airline That's exactly puts in. Do, do you also remember when there was an Alaska Airlines or Hawaiian, I think it was Alaska, where the top of the pain, plane peeled off like a tin can? Yeah, that what? was Hawaiian. That was, gosh, that was, was it Hawaiian? I thought it, I thought it was Alaska. I don't even remember that. It was that Hawaiian Airlines. It was Aloha Airlines. Oh, that's right. And they said it happened from uh, metal fatigue from the plane taking off landing, taking off landing, because they're going to they were island, island hopping. hopping. Yeah. And, uh, and it literally peeled back like it was, you know, like a freaking, you know, like a can. Right. Yeah, did, it was like a sardine can. Yes. The whole yeah. So our producer was on vacation for the last week in in Colorado. Went skiing and he looks had very all rested. Yeah, he's well tanned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have snowburn. <laughs> is there such a thing as snowburn? Yes, there is. Yeah, I I've miss my little, or is it wind? I miss burn. my guy. It's snow. You can have snow blindness as well, huh? Because like, the sun reflects off of the snow. Well, that's why you wear those big fancy colored visors correct. I've that make you look that. super cool. So do you know those silver uh, uh, blankets that they give out to all like the immigrants? The, correct. Yeah, well, they do they, that after marathons as well. They Pardon? They give you those after marathons as well. To so the, regulate the, your those, uh, yes. those If you're in a pinch and you're in a blizzard and you're trapped somewhere, uh, they make excellent uh, eye. If you, you really you use them for your put them on your face, they're translucent enough for you to see through them. Oh, I didn't know that. And they're perfect enough for you it to. Can you breathe through them? Well, well you got to like poke I a hole. Imagine you have a look. I would have. <laughs> wow, you have to poke a hole in it. You've been listening okay, to so Sean Murphy and like, Avalanche oh, Hacks. Oh, right. <laughs> well, and my next question is, do you look like a moron? Yeah, oh, but yeah, but this is survival mode, you know? Yeah, yeah. All folks in survival mode. But my point is, is that you take those little silver things and because, you know, if you're ever in that. I just saw some meme that was like some... Dude, and yeah, you do look like an idiot. Because yeah, <laughs> he had no cut way, one out. There's had, no way to style. He had a hat on, that. and he pulled it down a hat, and he had tucked it in his jacket and his hood, and it was just <laughs> yeah. like this silver thing. It's kind of crazy looking. Yeah. But he said it's very functional. So it that, was he was able to help him out in a pinch. That makes me think of smoke jumpers. You know how smoke jumpers in an emergency situation they they ha- pull the fire blanket over. Yeah, they ha- it's like a silver like a silver type of deal. Yeah, that it doesn't, but it doesn't always work. Absolutely insane that these firefighters that get called out to head to California yeah. religiously to help those jackasses out because they can't manage their forests. Right. You know. But but anyway. but they so they have the guys that that work the ground and they're do, digging trenches. Yeah. Right? The, but the, then they have the guys jumping out of airplanes. They're called smoke jumpers. And they parachute into right. certain areas and they, they're they on their own. Yeah. yeah those blankets don't work all the time. No. Yeah. There's been a bo- well, number of they, them have died. Yes. Yeah. But they, they have worked for a few. Well, way to and, go, too. Ugh. No shit. Yeah. Well, burning is, there's no fun with that. But some of the guys no. that did survive, I mean, because they got all that gear on and then they throw that, that, that you know, there's been a, a couple of them underneath one of those little silver things. Those blankets. But what's amazing and the is fire they don't passes right by them. But the amazing thing is, I don't think they they don't the flames aren't actually burning their body. It's the heat. It's just the heat. The, can you imagine how hot it would have to be for you basically to boil to death? Well, you're you cooking. just get a fan. Yeah, you're cooking under that under that silver thing. <laughs> right. And the smoke. In a house yeah. fire, people don't burn to death. They that's it, right. They, they die because of the smoke. Yeah, inhalation. typically. That's true. Typically. You got to get on your knees and crawl. Well, you know what? It's just a horrible thing. I don't know. How the hell? Uh, you know, I see your arm glistening over there. How's that? How's that? That that. Gr- so when when dudes like us get a little bit older, you got to go to the doctor, the dermatologist, and Jeff had a procedure, and they cut a large section out of his fore his front forearm. Yeah, most of his arm. Yeah, I oh. think uh, it's healing very well. But over the last couple of days, he had a tattoo removed of a penis. Oh. It was, and uh, well, they shaved the arm. <laughs> Right it's there. not that big of a scar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't his penis. Yeah. <laughs> it was Sean's. <laughs> oh. Mine's micro. That would so, be the next question. Why did you get a... <laughs> it was a very drunk night. Never mind. Let's move forward. So anyway, they shaved the arm. I told him I'd be gentle. So the last couple of days, I think I have an ingrown hair because they pulled the skin together. Oh, God. And... Something's popped up over the last two days. I need to keep an eye on it. So I put oh, my God. So you have a so you zit getting, within the healing process? Yes. You think it's infected, possibly? Possibly. So I, I've been putting oh. some antibiotic on it. That's why it's glistening. So you got an arm sty. Yes. So glistening. And my wife tried to, like, pop it. Like I was like, oh, stop. Oh. No. No, no. <laughs> yes. 
No. That's right. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't want to do that. It's God. still kind of sore. I, I would have sprayed her with bear spray, man. <laughs> keep her, keep her right. away from your glistening arm. Right. So I, I need to keep an eye on it. If it gets bad, I need to go to the doctor. Oh, my gosh. I will tell you that um, I have not drank a lot since um, the holidays. Through the holidays. I mean, I drank some on Christmas. I had, uh, oh, my God. Let let me walk you through this. Chris, okay, we're talking about traditions of Christmas. I'm backing up a little bit, kind of chilling. Because yeah, sure. I, I didn't talk about uh, our my Christmas experience, other than, you know, getting a fucking cooler. But outside of that, <laughs> you know, traditions. So we, we, you know, one of the traditions, we go to my parents' house. One of the traditions, we go to my, in, my in-law's house. Most of the time, we go to my in-law's house. And rightfully so because they have a, a bigger house and there are a lot of people that go i mean every time we go there's like 10 15 20 30 40 people there it's a lot i mean there's like 50 people there one time I would large hate function that. yeah it is kind of it could be fun it could be it, fun to get together it, it cannot be fun yeah uh, <laughs> it's it you know what whatever it, it is it is what it is if, if you get along with every <laughs> if you get along with every i laugh because there are a couple democrats there and it's just like you know, now I shut up. I don't say anything. But there was a yeah. couple times where I kind of vented a few. But this past time, what I ended up doing is I raided his, his, his liquor cabinet to find Ooh. out what he had. I was like, oh, because I wasn't going to drink. I, was like, I don't want to drink. I'll just it's chill. It's a Goldschlager? No, shit, it's regal. Scotch, of all things. <laughs> a Mexican Mad, scotch. Mad dog. Seriously. Mexican scotch. Yeah, but you know what? It was a desirable uh, Mexican scotch, uh, if there is such a thing. So it's a, it's a very old Chevis Regal. So, nice. I mean, it was, and it was like a, it was like a, a hundred and five proof, which is unheard of. So it was like a two thousand dollar bottle. You were just sucking down. <laughs> I I had uh I had two uh, large portions, uh, that fill, you know that, like your big yeti just full. <laughs> <laughs> that kind a, of portion, a bucket, and he's like, "Who drank my forty-year-old scotch?" <laughs> so, I'll savor that. Well, yeah. my, my point is, you know, a couple of drinks during the holidays. I've been trying not to drink that much, man. But you know, I had a couple of drinks that night, and then for the the festivities out there, we have uh, the elephant, the white elephant gift. You know, uh, and you know, everyone brings a gift, and we bring a couple extra to play. Have you guys played white elephant? Oh yeah, sure. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. we did this year. Fun. This year as well. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, outside of that, uh, I didn't drink from that time and all the way up to uh, uh, New Year's Eve. And New Year's Eve was kind of off the hook, Paul. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, Paul got a little toasty, which yeah. I found. You know what I what I saw about Paul uh, that I have never seen before. Uh oh, is his taint. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've seen that plenty of times. Right. He's seen my taint so. Who hasn't? You had a tattoo of. Uh, you yeah. got a tattoo my of your penis. Not shot. My penis on your forearm. He's got one on his taint. So. Oh <laughs> no, it, Paul! Paul got toasty. And but the first thing I've, I've never seen about Paul, Paul looked like a child because he looked at because he's first of all, he was on his he was on good behavior. I mean, he he didn't. I, I mean, was, he I was just happy go lucky. He was happy go lucky. He looked like a kid. He was I fun. swear to God, it looked like a kid. His yeah. hair was tossled and tossled. it was. Yeah, he was just like just kind of disarray. You know, it's kind of like, hey, guys, what's going on? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, Paul. So like, let me give you a little context about our New Year's Eve gathering. So we had Stan from Total Wine show up. Oh, yes. So Stan, uh, Total Wine, is kind of one of the bourbon stewards out there. And he brings his father. And I've invited him to a couple of uh, our functions at the house. And he brings, he brought like six bottles, something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, he brings some different stuff that's nice he, to try. Yeah, he, he brought some some choice stuff and yeah. we laid them all out and i had some choice stuff too i was gifted some some cool things very excited bless you <laughs> and uh so it was we got a little bit toasty and you know but and i, I just remember we were just doing small little samples all night and it's just like one of those things where you do a bunch of small samples and you're like i can't wait to get drunk but you can't get drunk if you're doing all these small samples all night long well and it was a lot of scotch we were trying your scotch we we did a bunch of things that we don't normally do which yeah. was kind of cool yeah yeah, it was good. It yeah, was, Scotch, first night. of all, man, we got to turn you on. Jeff came over. He's going to do the last one. We went through uh, uh, We went through more than half the bottle of Scotch that I didn't want to go through. Oh, really? That's good. Yeah. I was, it was, I was, that 105 uh, proof yeah, that's good. Uh, bourbon. Yeah, it was good. $200 bottle, though. Yeah, the it was. Buchanan, eh, pass yeah. on that. Yeah, but the, the other one, the Edward Dwar, 
Eduardo or Eduardo. <laughs> right. I, that I, one was I, good scotch. It was a 12-year scotch. I am gaining a new, not respect, because that's not the right word. I've never disrespected it, but I'm gaining a new appreciation for right. uh, for, for scotches. I, I yeah. didn't have that before. Probably because the only scotch I ever tried was like, Ugh. Super peat. Yeah. yeah. Like very smoky and peaty. Burning and tire. I think, I think that goes for anything. I, we, we've been trying some aged uh, tequila that's... Well, I say I say we, we you know we have a couple hundred bourbons out there. I say we start adding some select tequilas and select scotches, some select rums. Yeah, why not? I mean, I, I think yeah. yeah, I think you your your opinion it's not about any of those rum. things is going to be as good as the crappy first one you tried. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you even know? the rye uh, bourbons that we were sampling at the very beginning of our our podcast right. era, we're kind of like, yeah, we want the weeded bourbon because it's so much smoother and smoother. easier to drink. Yeah. The harder ones are like. This barrel strength bourbon, uh, you know, from the Kings County Distillery that we're sampling tonight. Nice segue. Yeah, nice segue. We're talking about our bourbon. All right. Well, here we are. What is it now? I can't read that, so someone's going to read that for me. Well, uh, clocking in at this one, this particular bottle is 100 and mm -mm, 130. Holy it's shit. 130 proof, uh, depending on the batch. But King's uh, County Barrel Strength Bourbon is blended from older barrels that are flagship bourbon aged anywhere from four to seven years. Many enthusiasts prefer whiskey undiluted, like myself, from the barrel. Uh, you guys give me so much shit over that, but that's well, what I, I prefer. He's an enthusiast. So Sean's oh, an enthusiast. Enthusiast. Offers, I was thinking snob. Well, it's because <laughs> it, it, it offers more intense, concentrated flavor. Bold, complex. This is our most consistently acclaimed limited release offering. Uh, and they got the Breaking Bourbon listed as the best craft whiskey of 2020. I tell you what, when we get to yeah. this level of proof, we're talking elite class. There are not that many out there that are 130 proof. That are good. That this are, is, this well, one's on good. This is very good. It's very good. I'd recommend this. This is We liked it the first time. What was did, the sticker did, price on did this? Did we get this from It was uh, about Liquor 70 King? bucks, I think. Really? Liquor King. I think we did get it from Liquor King. Yeah. I thought it was more. And I appreciate the bottle. It looks like an old medicine bottle or something. Very simple. Flask. Yeah. Uh, very right. simple with the very heaviest, plain. Like the, the heaviest top. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. The the, 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 <laughs> the top is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weighted lid on that bad boy. Right. It's really nice. Uh, we're, we're scrolling into the... Oh, they got a lot of different... Oh, oh there's a location, locations to buy it. Yeah. Oh, well, there's more than this that. King, it said uh, Kings County. You know, that's uh, Kings County, New York. Correct. Brooklyn. Oh, okay. It's in Brooklyn. Yeah. So well, this whiskey is made in Brooklyn. Go figure. Yeah, the, the guy at Liquor so, King explained to us that they started out making moonshine for kind of off-market to, like, the Wall Street crowds, the rich people, right? Say, hey, here's some really good moonshine. And some of those guys said, you need to start doing getting, this for real. Getting this, yeah, doing this for real, funded them, and now they're doing their bourbons. Amazing. It's really good. Well, that's true or not, I don't know, but that's I'm what he said. I'm getting a lot of uh, uh, oak flavor. Are you guys getting that? Yeah, did we see how old uh, this was? This one is six years old. Huh. Ah, the nose is amazing. Yeah. It's actually really, really good. Yeah, and and oak would be uh, appropriate for that because most of the uh, the bourbons out there, uh, if you're lucky, uh, three years typical. Uh, four years is the bottle, bottle and bonded uh, mark. I'm not right. saying it is bottle and bonded, but that it's it is a mark for bottle and bonded. Uh, desirable ones are in this 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 range right here. And then you have we have Calumet out there was like 15 years, 16, 16 years. Uh, those uh those are good, but they're they it, it's it's got too much, and I think the word is tannins, isn't it? The 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 word. The Calame is good though. It it is. We good. really like it, but oh. you, you you're saying if it's overaged, it can be problematic. It can be. Yeah, it, it, but we really haven't tried any that are that old that are. Mm, have we? I don't think well, so. Well, the 16s are oldest, I believe. We yeah, have we have is. quite a few 12s, 10s. I mean, we've heard oh, that people, Rebecca Creek 12 is phenomenal. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But we've heard people say, at least, I mean, we I don't think I've tried any, but they say that when it's really, really old, like age 20 years, it's, it's like, ugh. Well, you got the Pappies I don't know. 23. That's age 23 years. Yeah. I wonder how good that truly is. It's very desirable. It's very well, expensive. I, it, I think it may... It may lead into a category similar to cheeses. You know how some folk like the cheeses extremely rotty and smelly. Yes, just funky. I don't want to use the word tart. Well, it is. It's a definite profile when you get that bitter, old, and 
Yeah. Sure. You Just know, like scotch. Some people like that peated scotch. That's that's the part about yeah, yeah. the scotch that the, the earth tones from the scotch, the 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 smoke the, the the smoked peat that they infuse it with. I'm not a huge fan of that. You yeah, know, me uh, I mean, I'll I'll try it. I'll sample it. I won't kick it out the door. Um, but you know, there's a lot of it. It's kind of like that. What is that? That really smoky stuff from. Uh, Balcones. The Balcones brimstone. puts out that brimstone. God bless. I mean, that's like an ashtray. Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> way so too smoky. We've had two that are smoky. One was too much, and I think it was the Balcones. There was another one though that was smoke was, wagon. Was that or smoke no, wagon? It was a smoke wagon. It was high, high west. High west. Yeah, that was outstanding. Well, let's pour a little bit to see what we think in our second half. Okay. It'll be our just just a little bit, just a taste. Just a just a tip. See if see if my palate has changed, Danny. Yeah, just <laughs> oh, you want to do that right now? Just a, no, not right now. Oh, right now. Got to pace yourself. Yeah. We we haven't done this in a this while. This is 130 well, proof. This is Larry's third podcast here, so I was going to during the uh, the, the intermission. Larry's going to sample a little bit of the. Uh, so you want Larry to turn bottle. a corner here? No, I mean he doesn't have to like pound down the whole thing, but I really <laughs> want him to sample that infinity bottle because we have like 30 something bottles in that thing. Yeah. Is there it's any incredible. House King Creek? Is there is, is that Infinity bottle left? What's left in this bottle that we just did? Uh, Mr. Producer, thank you for getting here. I really you didn't have to come tonight, but you, you I mean you you came. That's that's awesome. I'm gonna come, like Trump said. Um, wow, that Bard's bottle. Uh, pull it up. Uh, I, it's got it's barely got enough for three in there. How much? Show show us the bottle. How much is left in it? Uh, oh, there's no, still enough in there's there. There's still plenty. No. Yeah, there's still enough in there. Well, maybe I can drink a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've I've got work tomorrow. I can't do it. God bless it. Yeah, and then there's that work, work thing. You know. Don't you hate that? Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, yeah, very good. Uh, let's uh, let's pause on uh, on rating it because I would like to get Larry's rating on this, and uh, he made a quick bathroom break. Uh, so so let's talk about the uh, the the awards that this particular bottle, the Barrel Strength Bourbon uh, from the Kings County, is this called Bards? Am I am I making that up? What am I calling this? It's not Bards. Bards. Where, the, where the hell did Bards come from? No, it's not Bards. It's not Bards. I totally misspoke. It's not Bards. It's, it's Kings County. Well, Bardstown Distillery. Ah, uh, that's where I was thinking of. Okay, yeah. sorry. No, they this place makes their own stuff. So yeah, this is 130 proof. Yeah, nice. that's that's got a big old big old ding dong on right. there. So Larry, we want to rate it. Why don't you start us off here on what you would rate this this guy? Right. So on a scale of one to ten, you know, ten being the best. Uh, I like this. I like this bourbon. Uh, it's not super harsh. Uh, you were you guys were talking about the smoky flavor earlier. Considering that you it's one hundred thirty proof. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you: Are you used to high proof liquor? And this is very no easy to drink for one hundred thirty proof, dude. Yeah. This, so this is isn't burning incredibly easy to drink for one hundred thirty. Mm. Nice. I'm getting a heavy oak flavor on the front end and kind of cinnamony uh, as it goes down. That could be the that could be the alcohol. No, no, it's definitely um, it's so it's caramel. There is cinnamon, a little toffee going on. Stone fruit, <laughs> of course. Stone fruit and everything, <laughs> of course. So it's got a good flavor to it. I'm going to go with a pretty high ranking. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with an eight. Very nice. Oh, yeah, that is nice. What about seven and a half for this? I was going to go seven point nine. Very nice. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna match Larry's. I I'm, I agree. I, I this is it's uh, good stuff. I'll say eight point one. I mean, Ooh. I'm I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, this is good. Well, we can For replace me, this. This is perfect. This well, is, we could definitely replace this. This is readily no, available. Yeah, a no brainer to uh, to have this regularly on. Here. I enjoy it. it. It needs to be part of my repertoire at the house. Yeah, I want to have it. Cause, I would agree. Uh, on a night that because I like to have a drink uh, on select nights. This is the perfect one. 130 proof. Oh, this over a big cube? Mm-hmm. Oh, it would be Oh, fantastic. no, straight up. A uh, cube, yeah. cube is fine, too. Yeah. Over a big cube would be wonderful. Yeah. Even a sphere? Sphere. Maybe a sphere. Even a, <laughs> a, an octagon. Some of those refrigerators in an octagon. <laughs> Sitting around the fire pit outside <laughs> on a cold night. <laughs> a dohecadetron. Yes. Yeah. With a nice cigar and, uh, like you said, this on a little ice. Yeah. Uh, that'd be good stuff. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Be good stuff. <laughs> That's so crazy. This one, uh, the, this uh, particular uh, barrel strength bourbon has uh, won a double gold. Very nice. At uh, what competition? San Fran uh, this is or the, uh, the SFWSC. Uh, I assume the SFW. I have no idea what that means. That's got to be San Francisco Whiskey uh, Association. So is that what eighteen forty five won? 
Yeah, I think it's the same thing. So, so 1845. Double, so 1845 got the double gold as well. That's the San, San Fran one. Huh? At the San Fran one? Yeah. 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 No. It's, and that, yeah. that's that's like the gold standard, isn't it? I mean, yeah, there is. Competition. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's some other ones, but yeah, the San Francisco is a big one. Wow. Good right, stuff. Pretty cool. All right. Well, I'm glad we were able to uh, to sample this, and frankly, I think this is the this is the second time we've sampled this. Right? Yeah, this is yeah. only the second time. I don't remember even. Obviously, I don't remember sampled it. Yeah. We probably got drunk as shit. You don't the first remember time. anything after that podcast. Yeah. Well, hey, you know. know. Oh, and dive into it. No, I think take a off, picture man. and go buy that uh, himself yeah. is what yeah. he's going to do. Oh, exactly I would. Do. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I enjoy cool. the hell out of it. So um, right. this week uh, they found. Um, a, we were talking about Brooklyn and how this uh, distillery is in a 123-year-old building. Also in Brooklyn, uh, they had a they found some tunnels. The very Jewish bizarre, tunnels. Very yeah. bizarre story this yeah, week. Yeah, it is kind of bizarre. Uh, you know, so they're, uh, you know, I kind of explained it a little bit in the green room earlier, and I'm going to try to dumb it down even more because, frankly, there are a lot of stories out there that are stupid <coughs> right now. This one, yeah, <coughs> so I, I don't know the denominations of all these different religions. So all I'm going to say is that it's a it, it's somewhere of a, one of the Jewish ones. And, uh, you know, I've got it written down. It's somewhere out there, but I'm just not going to get into it because I don't give a fuck. But there's like a – so the building that this, this uh, church is at in, in Brooklyn uh, is owned by an entity, which is a, a, a particular faction of this religion. And they were arguing with another faction that at the same time were trying to claim rights to the ownership. And they had to go to court and um, – Turns out that uh, one of the factions that originally claimed it uh, said, "Hey, well, per the policy, per the the documents that we have on file, you are the owner of this building." It was kind of like one of those, yeah, "You are the father." No, you know, one of the moments, and they got all mad. <laughs> Maury, so, they're on Maury Povich. Yeah, the Maury Povich shower. Or, you know, but the the <laughs> thing is that they're they're so what the, what happened is that this church had uh, burrowed under the the how deep are these things? Well, is I don't know. They, they didn't. They didn't describe like that. Feet but down. they. Oh no! I'm assuming it was is <laughs> like maybe ten feet. But they burrowed a hallway, a tunnel that went from one building to the other. I'm not sure the extent of how far it was, but on the other end of the building was a um, was like a bathhouse. Was and it the was bathhouse a, underground? Uh, so no, it wasn't. This, it was access mm. to a building. Is this unbeknownst to the other? They like when they lost their court case. They said, "Okay, screw you. We're going to build a tunnel, nope. and we're going to okay." Nope. It wasn't anything like that. Nope. How did it get discovered? Nope. nope. So they they had built this thing with uh, both entities because both entities uh, coexisted there, and they were both uh, functioning there, and they both kind of built this thing. And so uh, it is bizarre, but basically, it was it was just a, a way came, from how it came to light is even. How, how did that happen? Yeah. Well, um, so it, it came to light because that well, was because of what I just said. It was because of the turmoil between Someone the two got factions. Well, they built a tunnel. Well, that's exactly what it was. So, but let me tell you about the, the what. Well, the reason why that tunnel was there was because the tunnel went from point A to point B. Because on the other end of that tunnel was. Well, go ahead and play the audio on this. See oh if you can back this up goodness. a little bit. Okay, so, hold on. Set up the video first. Th- these are these are the. Uh, would they say Orthodox Jews? I mean, so they're wearing what you would consider the, the 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 little black hats and the black coats, and they've got the hair. And I mean, these are very right. traditional Jewish folks. Yeah. Jewish folks. Yeah, they got the beard. Jewish men. <laughs> these are like I'm these in guys my having cl- a beer. I'm in my yeah. club box. But look at they, they, now this guy's going down a hole Okay, it's a group of Orthodox men. No, it was a women women's ritual booth. Yeah. Through, uh, All right, look. This, okay, so they don't have a whole lot of uh, narrative on there, but I'm trying to, to fill in the blanks here. So what they had done is they, they went from point A to point B, and on the other end, so they got the church tied into another building. So on the other building was a, it's, it's a bathhouse, but it was a, it was a religious bath, kind of like, when a Christian person would get baptized. Sure. It would cleanse the soul. And it, all it was was just a path from the church because they would have the service, and instead of having to open up the front door, walk across the so street to the other building. So they decided to dig a tunnel. They dug a tunnel. An illegal tunnel. And, well, it like a spoon? Wasn't, 
Well, it was illegal only because it wasn't permitted, et cetera, et cetera. It that would be an illegal tunnel. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> yeah, totally illegal. But, I mean, it, it had integrity, oh my though. Goodness. So they... So it had integrity, but but the point is, is that they all it was was an access to get to somewhere sure. else, and um, so once they had the turmoil of the 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 argument between of who owns it, well, one of the guys was like, "Hey, guess what? They got a tunnel under there." Oh, he ratted them out. Yeah, so they they they, they so then the city it. shows up. The the city shows up, and that's what you saw was when the city showed up. Inspectors they, and police. Yeah, they got trying engineers. To look at this tunnel well, they got engineers out there that were getting disrupted because the engineers needed to make sure it was safe. They needed to say, "Hey, are we violating? A, is this thing on to, over uh, a subway?" I mean, shit. Underneath New York, they have. Took like a honeycomb. Oh, yeah. no, oh my! Crazy. It's ridiculous. You brought up a very interesting <laughs> point, Jeff. Is that because you ever seen like uh, underneath New York? Uh, I don't know if that's the name of it, but they have like thirty stories that go down under New York. Right. It goes down for a long way under that nobody knows. There are abandoned tunnels that go. It, Something doesn't smell right. It's almost like they built this yeah. thing for nefarious reasons. Yeah, the, the, I don't, I don't like, know about a tunnel to go to a, it's like a, a worship room. It's more like it's, the almost, it's it. almost like they found porn down there or something. The picture, I mean, oh. of it, uh, the picture of it that Mr. Producer is showing on the screen here, the picture of the tunnel, it's not like a nicely uh, uh, dug with you know a nice walk. No, it looks like a prison break tunnel. It's yeah. very... <laughs> But no, yeah, it's got cinder block bizarre, though. Guys. It's like they're shoveling stuff back block, and forth. You yeah, obviously something's see some not plumbing. Right. Something's not right about this story. It's very it's, crude. And it's nefarious. I'm telling you, something's not right about it. And they're going to yeah. fill this in. You said. Well, the the city had shown up with uh, a a dump truck full of cement, you know, and they were going to fill up the hole. And then some uh, students of the church decided they were going to camp out down below. And that is why you saw all the excitement. That was what it was. They're they're jostling, jostling with the police uh, because they don't want their tunnel taken away. See what I mean? I mean, something's not right here. Something is is awry. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they were trying to dig a tunnel to Gaza so they can get the hostages out of there. Oh, there we go. Oh. Well, that is a very ambitious plan right there. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot of It could See, work. I don't think so. Is it because they can't walk through the women's prayer section? They're like, Maybe. Well, we can't walk through here. Well, you there can you go, go the out that men. door there. <laughs> and there you go. Look. Door. But you know what? They may have. They may have all these crazy rules where you can't go... You know, outside between the hours of blah 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 blah. Look at this you never tunnel. know, Jeff. I mean, you'd have you have to stoop down to kind of scurry through. Oh yeah, it, to like get a, through that little pipe like area. A subway rat going through. That's this thing. crazy. And you yeah. know, there's oh, just that is definitely one of the most bizarre news stories of the week, uh, for sure. I, I I think that it may have been just I, who the fuck knows. I mean, it's just it's strange. We don't know. It's going to come out. It, that mm. I don't think they built that. Honestly, I think what they did they is they it. they enhanced it. They yeah. I think it. it. Yeah, I, I think it may have been a a utility uh, area at one point. So you could point. access these pipes. And yeah, because like you, you clearly see some plumbing pipes in there. There's some large ones, and they go down, which tells you that there's more plumbing down below because it has to run. And you know how we are as men. We're we're kids when it comes to dude. Look what I found. Oh, Let's yeah. go see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Look so here's the path. So it says here that the, the, the tunnels man. were apparently designed to reach an abandoned woman's mikvah or uh, a ritual bath. Somewhere. Abandoned, uh, okay. abandoned my ass. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's, there's broads at the end of this tunnel where the men see it all. Yeah. <laughs> men will go through any tunnel to get a glimpse of a woman doing something. See all these little okay. little periscopes come up. <laughs> they should have just, uh, just explained that to the cops in the first place. Yeah. Hey, we were. This is a place where we went off. Hey. No. 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 You don't understand. <laughs> We're not allowed to look at women. Do you get it? It's kind of like porkies. <laughs> porkies. <laughs> Looking through the wall. Oh, you remember you remember that one guy that stuck his penis through the wall of the porkies? Oh, <laughs> that gym teacher went over there and grabbed onto it, it and tried to yank on it. I know what it looks like. I'm going to have to look at all of your penises to make sure I can get the right one. Oh, yeah. Wow. I've never seen Porky's, and now I definitely am. Oh, it's hilarious. It's a it's typical a 1980s booby movie. movie. Oh, uh, it's hilarious. Booby movie, nice. yeah. And they came out with the Porky's, too, didn't they? <sighs> they did. Booby yeah. movie. It was. It was just a stupid teenage. It's kind of like well, Animal House. Animal House I was going to say, what boobs. other booby movies come to mind here? Uh, meatballs, all those type of comedies, right? Oh, my God. Was Meatballs a summer camp movie? Yeah, with, the uh, summer camp The girl from things. Eight is Enough? <laughs> Eight is Enough. Jeez. 
Was, remember her name? I forget what her name is. And meatballs. And meatballs. Oh boy, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Christy O'Neill or something like that. I got me. I never saw any of those movies. I don't watch. Uh, what'd you call them? Booby movies. Booby movies. I've never seen any booby movie in my life. Yeah, you uh, Christy Nichols, I think. Christy McNichols. Oh, she's yeah, so Christy cute. McNichols. She was. She was definitely a heartthrob at the, uh, in those days. No question. Was she in that movie? She wasn't in that movie. It's Bill Murray. Uh, he was in the movie. Is Kate Lynch in, uh, let me see here. How'd you get Christy McNichol out of that? Uh, yeah, Kate Lynch, does that look like Christy McNichol? No. Well, actually, I don't see her on here now. Yeah. Maybe uh, you pulled that name out of nowhere. Huh. And we're, now we're looking at the picture of meatballs on the- uh, See, booby movie. Booby movie. There we go. Mm. Anyways, uh, yeah, it was one of those things. You know, SN- <laughs> and <laughs> so oh God. look, the movie was funny for back in the time. You oh, know, sure. Those, those I bet are, you'd be funny now. Yeah, there was. Uh, there's a lot of Bill Murray had a very specific Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, uh, the old SNL crew of that era. They all had their signature style movies yep. that they put their out. With, shick, you know, their shtick, stupid you like like spies like us with uh, Dan that Aykroyd. Good. That was a good one. And uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah, that was, that was fun. And <laughs> Fletch. Fletch, classic. You know, mm-hmm. But Bill Murray is the king of campy. Camp, campy movies? Campiness. Yeah, kind of that dry, sarcastic, oh, never yeah. take him yep. serious about anything. What what comedy I liked was Stripes. Hold, hold on. Camp, campiness? What is that? I've never heard that. Uh, cheesiness. Camp, it's yeah, another word for cheesiness. Sort of cheesiness with maybe a flair of sophistication behind well, it. Well, that would be Caddyshack. Yeah. Yeah, Caddyshack. That would be Stripes, like yeah. you were just saying. So Stripes yeah. uh, with Bill Murray. I actually that, that I was see a, that, that was a so that's such but a stripes? great movie. Yeah, it was funny I as hell. I want to see that man. again. I've only seen it once in my whole life. Well, I like I like Stripes. Was way too, John Candy, and I was way too young to see it. I liked Stripes, especially during the time when they're doing their little formation things, and they have their little songs. Mm-hmm. That's the fact, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> boom shakalaka laka, boom shakalaka laka. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, good stuff. That was a good scene. Yeah. Well, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of good stuff in the '80s that just came out, but I'm kind of. Uh... Is that Harold Ramis? Yes, from Ghostbusters. Oh my God! Who who's the girl in there? I thought I recognized it was her. PJ Souls. Sean Young is in there. Interesting. John Candy's in there. John Candy. John Larroquette. That was a, that so was. So there was a there was a story about them shaving their heads and. You know, when they went in there, they were like, they didn't know. When they went in to the movie, they didn't know, or uh, what am I trying to say? When they did the scene, they didn't uh, tell them they were going to get their head shaved at that time. So they wanted the uh, the excitement the or real, the, the uh, real reaction. The honest of the, yeah. The, it, it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was the <laughs> interview that they put no, on we're there. We're watching clips of Stripes here. This yeah. is, uh, it looks funny. Yeah, I, I, I need to go back and watch it again. Yeah, there are a bunch of movies. Uh, you know, and a lot of the kids nowadays, I, I shouldn't call them kids. Uh, some of the, uh, the, 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 just the folks now, I mean, some of these movies just are, you know, they're, they're not on the radar. They don't populate on no, Netflix. They, they don't, don't populate. They don't even you know, know they exist. Yeah, a lot of them. I mean, look, Netflix has offers a lot, but I wish they would go back and. Play and, some older movies. Yeah, yeah. Put, some, put some classic shit on there. I agree. I think that's Like Plane cool. Trains and Automobiles, right? I mean, that's another well, that's, John that's Candy, currently on there. Uncle Buck. Uncle right, <laughs> Plane Stream and Automobiles is on Netflix right now. Is it really? Yeah, I watched it. It was. I love that movie. I watched it during oh, the Christmas it's time. Great, it's great. It's got a sad ending though. Well, you know, John Candy's wife dies, and you know, he was he was doing whatever he could to to survive. You know, and he was he was selling. Well, he died a, at the end. Pardon, what, Plane Train. John Candy died at the end. Did he? How do you I think he died so. at the end? No, he does not die at the end. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. He, that doesn't he, make sense for a movie like that. No, he doesn't die at the end. He ends up uh, He ends up moving in with uh, Steve Martin at the very end. I remember there was some kind of death. His wife. Uh, was it his wife? Candy, uh, John Candy's wife passed away, and he finally explains to Steve Martin, this is why I'm out here. I don't have a life. I travel from point A to point B. I sell these stupid shower Rings, curtain rings to make a living. That's what I do for a job. That's what I do. I make a minimal money, and I'm going. <laughs> That's right, because Steve Martin just despised him after yeah. everything they went through. Like, because totally despised. Steve him. Martin was right. sitting in a in a in a in a in a, me- in a meeting, and he was just like, "I got to get out of here." And this guy was like, "This boss in the meeting was just like going on and rambling." 
talking just about just irrelevant stuff. And then at the end of the meeting, it took like an hour and a half, two hours. He's kind of like, eh, let's reconvene after the holidays. And he was kind of like, are you fucking kidding me? We're not going to make a decision anyways. And so, you know, he runs out the door, and then he was like, I got to make this train, or I got to make this uh, this this flight. And one of his coworkers was like, you're never going to make it, you know. And, and sure enough, he starts running down the street to get to the cab, and yes. he trips over this chest, this travel chest. And, and it's... It's John Candy's travel chest. But, you know, it's just funny because it's part of like some sort of, oh, no, that was a totally different movie. But it's just funny because, uh, you know, uh, before he tripped over the, the chest, he's he's got this eye contact with Kevin Bacon. There's another movie, a star in the movie. He just did a little cameo. Yeah. You know, so they're, they're trying to battle and fight because this is the, the style of, that's what it is in New York where you got to get the cab. It's it's like you got to fight for it almost. Right. right. It's kind of ridiculous. I, I just had the memory. Those are not pillows. Oh. Right. <laughs> Those are pillows. <laughs> remember, remember Home Alone? John Candy's part of some band, some, uh, what do you oh. call it? I remember that. Home Alone band? Yeah. Remember, she's trying to get back, and she can't get on the airplane, so she goes with these people in the in the van, and they're part uh. of that uh, you know German band with the accordions and like shit. Like a polka band? Yeah, German it's a polka, polka band. band. He, John, Candy's, John Candy's part of the polka band in Home Alone. He's dead, though. Isn't he John Candy? He Did he die a while so back? Sad. That was too yeah. bad. Well, you know, he didn't take care of himself. See, there he is. I thought it was a polka band. Uh, he was actually kind of a. I enjoyed his. I enjoyed his movies. His Uncle Buck. He was awesome. Yeah, Very I liked talented. him in Uncle Buck because he's a, he he went out there and uh, you know defended the girl and, and beat up her boyfriend. And oh yeah, hit, hit him with the golf balls. He that's what it was. It, he is he, he told his her boyfriend to run because he was going to kick ass. Cause he was trying he was trying to rape her and he was like, yeah, you need to go run. He he takes his golf ball out, takes his golf bag out, starts smacking these balls and he's hit him. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Shit, he died when he was 44. Yeah. Wow. Sad. Was it a heart attack, I'm assuming? Well, he was a large man. He was. Yeah, he was not healthy. Yeah. He played a lot of good spoof characters. He was a good Like, even the, I like uh, the an, space balls. I like an Uncle Buck where he had to sit down and do the steak challenge. And oh. he had to eat the steak, <laughs> the salad, the, the potato, the shrimp. And the steak was super fatty. And he ate all the meat. All that was left on his plate was a big hunk of fat. Right. Like, Nope, you got to eat all of it. So he, <laughs> he forced it down. That was a good scene. Mm. It's such a good movie. It is. Yeah. Uh, that is actually probably my favorite. Uh, Larry, you, you ready John for another Candy. beer, bud? Or are you doing good? Uh, yeah, hand me one, please. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, we're drinking down a little uh, Coors Light. Larry brought for the uh, the podcast, and we got our bearded butchers uh, blend seasoning koozies. Some silver bullet uh, pounders. Thank you. Oh. oh, these are nice big old sixteen ounces too. Right. I ain't fucking around. Shit. Nothing but the best for you, Sean. God bless. Except for Christmas presents. Ooh, was that out loud? No. You should have brought your Damn cooler it. over. Oh. Full of beer. I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> there you go. Make use of that gift. Mm. Yes. I am. I think I'm going to bring it over and keep it over here. Maybe plug it in, put some cooling element in there. Nice. Man, I'll tell you what, it is, uh, I never did introduce this at the very beginning of the podcast. I did, yeah, we uh, did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, what we didn't do, it is uh, January 10th, 2024. Ah, yes, that's right. Yeah. God, it's almost mid-January already. Almost. Yeah. Time is flying that by. That is ridiculous. Uh, we got playoffs happening. Uh, yes, we're, we we're gonna, The second half is going to pop up. We're going to talk a little bit about the playoffs. We're going to talk about... Uh, Wild Card Weekend. Wild Card Weekend. Dallas Cowboys and your... Tennessee Titans didn't make it this year, bro. Mike Vrabel Ooh. got canned. He did. Awkward. He got fired. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that a little bit. Larry, are you on board with the Dallas Cowboys, or what do you got going on? Oh, yeah, man. We're keeping track of it. Yeah. Now, let's talk about that in the second half, for sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, there's lots. Uh, we got we got uh, diets for elephants and uh, other animals in Germany. At the Berlin Zoo takes all the trees, the Christmas trees, that they don't, you know, uh, well, sell. And they that. elephants yeah. eat Christmas trees. Okay. Yeah, that's Got crazy, it. man. Berlin Ooh. Zoo. Uh, dudes like us, it is January 10th. Thank you, Mr. Producer, for showing up. This, uh, I'm Sean. I'm Paul. I'm Jeff. I'm Larry. 